everybody, and welcome to What's the Hook with Diane and Andy. Today, I am very happy to be chatting with Iowa Debris, who is co-starring on The Bear, which is now streaming on Hulu. It's FX on Hulu, but it's Hulu. And it's Hulu. I, <laughs> it's Hulu. And um, on The Bear, Iowa plays Sydney, a whip-smart and intuitive and idealistic young chef who has a real instinct for the business and a sentimental attachment to it as well. But Io is not just an actress. She is a dreaded multi-hyphenate, as we say in the business. She also is the voice of Missy on Netflix's Big Mouth. She was, she was in the writer's room on What We Do in the Shadows. She also acted on Dickinson in the role of Hattie. And she wrote on NBC's comedy series, Sunnyside, Io. Welcome, and thank you so much for having a chat with me today. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm just wondering, you've talked about your background, and mm -hmm. now you're going between writing and acting, doing voiceover for Big Mouth. Was your goal to always do a little bit of everything? Yeah, I, I think so. Um, uh, I feel like um, I've just... I'm, I don't know, I'm a very ambitious <laughs> person. Um, so I've always wanted to be able to do as much as possible. I don't think I foresaw it happening this quickly. Um, <laughs> but do you have, yeah. Do you have like a mental checklist? Like, are there other things you're going, hmm, I'd like to do that or? Probably, yeah. I'd like to take a vacation. That, that's one of them. You were Go it. overseas somewhere. That'd be cool. Um, no, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, uh, I think I love learning and I love getting to learn as much as possible, experience as much as possible. Uh, my dad always says, like, if you're not being like challenged by what you do, then you're not doing it right and I feel like I I think about that a lot and so I, I I feel very lucky that I get to be challenged in a fun way by by the things I get to do yeah and I was watching a video I think that you made for Big Mouth when they were introducing you as the new voice of Missy yeah you were talking about how you basically used to study the bible and that you played several musical instruments and I'm wondering if when you do things that require daily practice, does that, does that kind of thing have an effect on your comedy brain and training you to, mm. you know, to pitch and to write jokes and to kind of just always how your brain works? Yeah, probably. I definitely was like a child that thrived off of homework. And I would like, I, I would, you know, my hobbies were things that I look back and I'm like, basically I was like giving myself homework. Like I was a very, wow. um, studious child there my we uh, my parents are like uh a bit they had me a bit later and we have like this house that is very like victorian style and wooden and there's like just many pictures of me as a child just like alone in a room just like reading or writing <laughs> like that was that was sort of my vibe very haunted <laughs> haunted studious child I um but I, I do yeah there probably is something to that that i'll be unpacking after this interview about my like approach to comedy or whatever. No, I think <laughs> you're intellectually curious and you're not just yeah. satisfied, you know, okay, I know this now. I think that's really great. I feel like mm. not intellectually curious. That's kind of when we start to die, 
I mean, basically, yeah. I I don't know. I'm like the day that I feel like I have learned all that I need to learn. That's probably a very dangerous (laughs) day because it's simply not true. Yeah. (laughs) And you have so much comedy background. What is it like when you switch gears and do something more serious like the bear? Hmm. Um, I mean, it's, it's really uh, challenging and exciting and rewarding. I think uh, the process of starting all of this was uh, a little bit scary, even from like doing the tape. I was like, oh, should I be doing this? Maybe this isn't right. Um, Whatever, I'll just go for it and see what happens. Um, And I think that's kind of been like the vibe, but I I felt so um, like safe and comforted in the hands of Chris and Joanna and all of the actors who are so wonderful and so talented. Like I, I I don't know. I always, I always felt like I was in good hands and good company. When you first read the script for the bear, what was it? What was it that attracted you to the role of Sydney? Um, I mean, the writing of the whole script in, in general, really, I, um, the sides and uh, and the that first pilot episode, it was just really like an electric read, which I think is wow. really hard to do. Very. Um, like, especially as like a writer, um, I write scripts and I'm like, oh boy, you know? And so it just, there was so much like craft and care that was clearly put into it, but it was just like such an exciting, really a really good read and I was like wait I want to know what happens next Um, I would have auditioned for the role of a rock if it meant I could have found out what happened next so I mean it's just a really exciting read and then in terms of Sydney you know I am a dark-skinned black woman who I look like the people I know I'm you know and it was really cool to get to read this character I'm like this is a black woman and like she's she's smart and she's driven but like she's flawed and I think the prospect of getting to play a character like that as myself uh was was really I don't know it was too good to to pass up it was also very emotional to watch as Sydney is kind of haunted by, you know, cause she really is very ambitious and mm. she has big aspirations. She has big dreams. And when she tried to do it herself and how she's mm-hmm. working out of her own garage and how she is literally haunted in her nightmares mm. about that experience, it was very moving to watch. And I was also wondering, did you feel, sometimes I felt like she had just a touch of OCD <laughs> just because of her, her incredible attention to detail. And of course her incredible plan for the bear, like for mm. evading the restaurant for, for the, yeah. excuse me. And I was like, this is, inc- her mind is incredible. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think she's like very, fastidious and I think she's also that's a word that I realized I don't think I've said out loud ever I think I've only read it so I was unsure this that's it fastidious fastidious. okay great love that for me um but yeah I think she is she is very fastidious and uh you know uh I think outside of what's happened I think already she's somebody who feels like she has to prove herself and somebody who, who has a lot to to prove to others and you know 
yeah. And I think that it's only elevated and escalated by what happened when she tried to like start her own business. I feel like also, you know, I related to her a lot through just like the lens of being a creative. And I think like that really tough thing where you're putting your heart and soul into something that um, is also like, it's, it's still a job. Like it's still like a service that you have to make money off of. And I think that conflict is like very present in her as well. And like, those are sort of the places where like her idealism um, meets that sort of like overexertion and that like those creative, really like wanting to be free impulses meet that, you know, that attention to detail that like that, that a brain, like, yeah. Um, the other thing I, I, one of the, of the many things I loved about the series is how it was left with a setup for season two, mm. which I feel is much more attuned to both Carmi and Sydney's strengths in terms yeah. of find ele- elevated dining, I should say. Mm-hmm. And it just makes me want season two right now. <laughs> and I know nothing's been announced. It's making me crazy. But <laughs> if and when that is announced, is that something like you are excited about as well? I can only imagine. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think there's so many fun seeds that have been planted to um in the ways that the characters like relate to each other. And I think there'll be, a, there's potential for a lot of really fun dynamics um, as, you know, the power sort of like shifts and where that will go. And also, you know, just the complications of like this unexpected, um, do I have to say spoiler alert, but like the unexpected money um, that's come into place. And um, yeah, I think there's a lot of, cool room to see where these people grow and also like where they fail and where they come into conflict um yeah yeah I feel like (laughs) I also I feel like they got a lot of bonuses with you because I think some of your reaction shots (laughs) were priceless literally literally just the things you do with your eyes or your face I was like oh this is this is golden um, no, I, yeah, I've got, I've got, I've got very, <laughs> I think in real life also, I, I um, <laughs> like, I, I'm very bad at hiding my reactions Same. to things. I cannot, I'm very I'm, bad at it. I'm a terrible liar. Everything shows on my face. But what I really loved, I was very put off by Richie, by the character of Richie, at mm. Lost Backrack's character yeah. first. But watching him with Sydney, yeah, just a singular treat because could there be two people that are more different than Richie and Sydney? I don't think so. I know and- the, 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 the second episode where we had to drive together, yes. I was so excited to get to do, I didn't actually have my, um, my license before. Oh no. Uh, and so I like got my license so we could like shoot this driving episode. And I was like, guys, I did it. I got my license. And they were like, you will not be doing any actual driving you will be sitting <laughs> still in the car because you just got your license a week ago um but yeah I mean it's so funny to me that we uh, Sydney and Richie have this like dynamic um there where they couldn't be more at odds but Evan in real life is like 
the like most warm, <laughs> cool oh, I um, love that. person and like such an incredible scene partner. I always felt like so safe. Um, but yeah, I think like because of that, then like because of how, I don't know, safe I felt with him, I felt like we could be more dangerous together, if that makes sense. What was great is that he was like the raging tornado and you were like the quiet eye of the storm. And it was like- But inside it didn't feel like- I know, I know, but- I think I don't want to throttle this guy. There would be, it seems too, like when he came in, when Carmi is like introducing the brigade, and he like comes in and he just like storms in where I would like find myself like I, I was feeling embarrassed and like mad at this guy because I'm like, I want to see a comeback. I want to see a comeback to this guy, but I know he's just going to like make it rhyme with gay. And like, it's like the, like how that person would be in real person in real life where you're like, I, there's actually no way to win. Oh, it's there are so many great dynamics going on in the show. And again, that's the bear streaming on Hulu now. All eight episodes. Got to get the hype in. And I just, it's a really wonderful and emotional show. And there are, but there's so many great moments. And the other thing I wanted to talk to you about is you've mentioned that, you know, you're friends with like Quinta Brunson. I think you referred to her once Mm -hmm. as like tiny, your big sister. Yeah. And who else is in your comedy circle? I imagine from Big Mouth, mm. like a who's who of comedy working on that show. <laughs> I'm very fortunate. I'm very fortunate. Yeah, I mean, all the, the writers in that show are just the best and so smart and so kind. Um, I it, does it, it feels weird. Is it weird to just be like naming comedians no, and no, writers because, that are my friends? Because I think one of the beautiful things in LA and New York is there's this really great comedy community. Yeah. And I'm always curious when people like you come up in the business, how do you build your community and who's in your community? Mm. So, no, I'm not just asking you to name drop. <laughs> no, I, I'm curious to know, and I think other people are too, is how you built your community. Cause that's very hard. Mm. I think going to shows was a, was a big part of it. And I think I've had people like, you know, ask me, for advice and stuff. And I always, I'm like, I feel so bad, especially with pandemic, because like a huge part of it for me was like physically going to shows. I find the internet so overwhelming. I think I did like very minimal um, connecting with people there, even though I like, I know that that's a big thing, but I feel like a lot of it was, um, yeah, just going to shows and meeting people and um, hanging out, especially in New York. I think it's like much easier to have a spontaneous hang or like take the train back with somebody. Um, but yeah, that, and then just like seeing shows, trying to absorb everything as much as I can. And then when I was like in rooms, uh, writing, I think that same energy of just being like, I'm so lucky to be here. I have to take in as much as possible. And then I think I felt very fortunate to also be coming up at a time where, um, you know, I think there was a time where it was like, it, you know, people who I admire talk about it. Uh, like Tina Fey and Amy Poehler where it was like you were the only woman in the room and I know that feeling was also right. like tenfold for women who were women of color or marginalized in other ways queer what you know whatever where it's like you're the one so you have to be the representative and now it's like we know right. that's not the case anymore there's space 
for all of us and we are different and we're unique and we're skilled and we're valued. And so I felt like, uh, yeah, people just bringing me up and supporting me um, and like letting me shadow, letting me do punch-ups, letting me on shows, letting me do these things just so I could soak up as much experience um, as possible. And just because Abbott Elementary is one of my current favorite shows. Yes. Yes. Do you see yourself like being a showrunner like Quinta's become? Oh, I mean, that's like, that would be a, 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 an absolute goal of mine. That'd be so cool <laughs> if I would be able to do that. Um, yeah, Quinta, I mean, is somebody who I think like is, I, I don't know, it's been so cool to watch her rise and like to yes. see the ways that she's like taken her experiences and been able to translate them uh to this point of really great and really deserved success um and also just you know always collaborating always like listening and working and and being kind um I think that's like another thing that I feel like I relate to with Sydney so much where you know it's this feeling of like we have a potential to make this uh good you know she says it to Richie in the car like um even though there's like these histories of, uh, you know, toxicity in what we do, we don't have to follow that lineage. We can make something that's uniquely ours and humane. Um, because also it's like, you know, I think it's like you do, I, I do comedy because I enjoy it, but because it's like, it makes people laugh and feel good. Right. And like you make, you can make people feel. And I think that, that there's like that base instinct with food too. You can nourish people, you can make them, you know, challenge their palates. You can introduce them to new things and- um, You can make uh, them stay with a good meal. Yeah. And sure. so why do we have to have a bad day doing that? We, we, we can't, we don't, we shouldn't have to. No, you're right. And one of the great things about the bear is that it also points out how hard it is for so many of us to change. Mm-hmm. And how mm-hmm. literally how just even the effort to make yeah. change can seem insurmountable. Yeah. And the more, and of course, the more you learn about the character of Richie, the more you realize how mired in his own sadness he is. Oh yeah. Oh, and very hurt people hurt people. <laughs> very much that. Yes. yes. Um, so I think this might I, this might be my last question, but um, I'm just wondering. What else, what do you watch? What are some of your favorite things to watch? Or what are you watching lately? Whoa. Okay, I mean, honestly, when I'm working, I just finished um, shooting something. And so when I'm working, I have really- No time. No, well, I watch a lot of like numbing things. So I watch a lot of Bravo. I'm like, yeah, Potomac is like my favorite series. I I genuinely think- uh, Salt Lake City is uh, <gasps> the greatest true crime that's on TV right now. Um, I, am I love Beverly for, Hills. I'm waiting I'm, for Jen, Jen Shaw's trial. I'm sorry to tell you. No, about it's, this. I like, I need it so badly. Um, I watched a lot of that. And then I watch a lot of like, re, uh, like British murder mysteries. Okay. Um, I've got, I've got an Acorn subscription. I've got like, it. it's like, I'm deep in, I've watched, probably every single <laughs> um show I've like gone back so far as to watch the original Miss Marple and the original Inspector Morse like I'm my that's what's happening 
You're yeah. dedicated so to the cause. I really am. Um, like loving a brick box moment, you know, that sort of vibe. Um, but then I try to watch, I, I do try to watch like good things and current things. Um, I just started watching This Is Going to Hurt. Um, oh, what with, a tremendous show with Ben Wishaw. Yeah, I mean, and that is really, 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 really been like knocking my socks off. It's like you so have, well made an and actor, so well You have to love an actor who can be the voice of Paddington. Yep. And also play a role like that. That to me is a is like a true multi hyphenate. Like I'm like he's got the range. The, he's got the range. range. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. And um, the and the woman, yeah, woman who plays Shreel. Are, are, are there any other comedies that you know? I really do love Abbott. Everybody's talking oh. about it, and everybody's talking about it for a reason. Because um, everyone does love it's. How can you not? Yeah, I mean, everybody's so so fantastic on the show. It's like. Um, also, you know, my mom is a special ed teacher and, um, I almost was a teacher. And so I think there's a lot to that, but Quint is fantastic. Janelle James, who also is like an incredible standup is so funny in it. Uh, Tyler is great. Lisa and Walter, Shelly Lau, uh, Chris, Chris Perfetti. It's like, everybody is like firing on all cylinders and it's really cool to watch. I think also like as a, somebody who like works in TV, it's like nice to see something where I'm like, this is cool. Um, and like makes me feel good. I'm also catching up on Russian Doll. A, a very solid second season. Yeah. I've, I'm like, I, I, I think Natasha's so cool. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, I also watched Under the Banner of Heaven. Me being like, I don't watch anything. And I'm naming like 80 shows. No, no, no. It's, I, I was just curious because I like, I like, I like TV. <laughs> so do I. I mean, which is why I, I do a podcast all about TV. Oh, and the boys. I just caught that up was a this morning. Show. The boys is so cool to me. I love the boys. I love the boys. That's not like my genre, but that mm-hmm. show is so well done. Yeah. It's so precise. The way they yes. tell the story is so precise. Yes. It becomes addictive to watch it. I'm a little yeah. behind on it, but I, I, the did. most recent episode, I was really like, y'all, y'all oh, know that, how to, that's y'all the know one how to pull out the, up the internet, the hero gasm one. Yeah. Um, no, they, the hero gasm was great. The one after hero gasm, it like oh. truly came out this morning. That's man, this is my brain. You're I know. Have you also watched the most recent couples therapy? Have you watched that? I haven't seen, I haven't seen the most recent episodes. I think I, oh, wait a minute. Maybe I did. I think I've seen part of the new season, but not all of it. Yeah, it's really great. And um, the DP of Shiva Baby, uh, and also she DP'd this, maybe I just finished Bottoms, um, uh, Maria uh, Roosh. Um, she was also a cinematographer on that, so... Fantastic. And when does Bottoms come out? You know, I don't know. Anywhere I think next okay. year. I don't know how long movies take. I feel like uh, the, the bear has also warped my sense of when things have come out because we only wrap, we finished shooting earlier this year and it's come out very quickly. So in my mind, I'm like, I, actually, wow, things can take any amount of time <laughs> they want to yeah, come well, out. Also, I think everyone's sense of time got warped. No, it's soup. It. Time is soup. Time is absolutely not real anymore. I keep going back to the true detective line. Time is a flat circle. 
So there when someone is. says something to me, I go, I, I don't know. I'm lucky I know what day it is now. And I'm just going to take that as a win. So, you know, leave it at that. Listen, um, we need our wins where we can get them. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Io, this has just yes. been such a treat to talk. Yes. Thank you for having me. Um, thank you for letting me talk about the 80 shows that I'm somehow watching at the same time. You know what? I... Every you like what you like, and I. My manager is going to listen to this and be like, "What is going on?" You are also watching current shows, and also I'm trying to. We can't begrudge anyone for liking what they like. People find it wherever it is. It's like life is too short. Like I'm not perfect. I haven't finished Mad Men still. Oh, you know, can we talk about Mad Men when you finish it? Because that's literally one of my can. favorite shows. It's it's something that I've I've got that, and I've got to uh, catch up on Better Call Saul. Oh, I just finished that? Breaking Bad. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, see, it's Maybe. like I I have very strange my taste. I have taste. It's not good necessarily. It's mine though, you know. Yeah. Um. I personally, I like Better Call Saul more than Breaking Bad, and I did. This love is what Breaking Bad. the streets are saying. This is what the streets are saying. Oh, I didn't even know that. But oh, the uh, streets also is my friend, my friend <laughs> who keeps telling me to watch. <laughs> keeps telling me to watch Better Call Saul. But sometimes those are the streets. And I. Uh, I think we might have to have another chat that is just devoted to Bravo since I now know you're a Bravo holic and I could not be happier to make this discovery. No, I, 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 I would die for it. I like, I, I follow all, like everybody. It's so, it's well, deep. You know what? I might have to reach out through the publicist when Jen Shaw's trial starts. Because I'm gonna, I, I won't be available because I'll be on the courthouse steps, like trying to secure <laughs> an interview. I'll be there. So I love it. I, again, many, many thanks for taking some time today. I really appreciate it. Thanks for talking to me. Okay. Have a great day. You too.